You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And three, two, one. It's silly. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is Ida Mose High here, quarantine, with my homie CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's happening, Chitty? What's up? This is Reasonable Wrestling, the uncut, unfiltered, unedited, underground of professional wrestling podcasting. I am your host, Chitty Bang, along with the heel with the baby pop, Chris, the most high. What's good? Uh man, ain't too well, much, yeah. ain't too much shit going on, you know. Uh, um, uh, shit, niggas, you know, niggas don't really know too much of the personal, so you know we took a little time off for that. But uh, a lot of stuff can't really get in the way with what we're trying to do, you know what I mean? Uh, so you gotta put your, gotta put your working face on, and gotta get to it. We here episode ninety five. You know, it's only so many weeks that we're gonna miss. Uh, just because we wanna be we wanna be the ones that give you the consistency. We wanna be the ones that give you the real. You know what I mean? And we wanna be available. You know what I mean? So, uh with all that being said, wrestling is the safe haven that kinda keeps everything together. And I guess I guess that's why, you know, going right into our our, our, our topic of the of the, of, the, of the of you know uh, week is you know, wrestling. Wrestling gives us a safe haven. You know what I mean. Um, anytime that I'm uh-huh. down, anytime that I have time, anytime that's available, I'm watching wrestling. You know what I mean. So I can kind of maybe understand why WrestleMania is going on during this crisis, but I don't understand I... why. I don't understand why it's going on during this crisis, though. You know. I feel you on that. Wrestling has been a safe haven for us wrestling fans. I think that this is definitely something that keeps us entertained during this time um, and also just brings some joy, some levity to our lives. Whether you're watching old school wrestling, whether you're watching the current product, whether you're just talking shit on Twitter, watching stuff on YouTube, uh, watching the indies, wrestling is just something that fills a void for you know if you're a wrestling fan you're going to uh find out you're 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 going to get your dose of, of that of that 
uh, during this time. And, and it's definitely taken my mind off of things. But it is hard to have it take my mind off of things when I turn on the television and I see there's no crowd. You know, oh, you know and then when I hear that there the people are, say, are pulling out of WrestleMania. So it, it definitely brings things full circle with the coronavirus thing when I'm like, damn, you know, like, yeah, I'm going wrestling to get my mind off of this shit, but then I turn it on and I'm like, damn, they really are doing these shows with no crowds, there's no reactions, and they're about to have a whole WrestleMania with no crowd. And, and, and it's just crazy right now. Well, okay, so this... For anybody that, for anybody that knows us or has listened to us understands that or I hope they understand that we try to come from things in a perspective of where it's thought out you know what I mean like we have hot takes don't get me wrong you know what I mean like we have uh um but for the most part we try to figure out and talk about things that make sense the most this doesn't seem like it makes sense the most to us. It it doesn't it yeah. does it doesn't seem like um, this is gonna make money. It doesn't feel quite right. Well, I mean, Russell, let's be honest. WrestleMania makes money. How is this gonna make money? That, and, and that's what it is. This, this is this is a, this is this is. I mean, well, well, you can't say it's a money grab, CT, because there's no gate, so we can't no, grab no, no, no money. No, no, no. No, 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 I wasn't going to say money, right? That was not where I was going with that. What I'm trying to say is this is um, quintessential Vince, you know? This had to be hard to deal with backstage. I know it must have been crazy to say, okay, there's this virus going on. Are we going to continue doing the shows? Okay, okay, we're building. It's the worst time of the year to have this happen. Are we going to have WrestleMania happen? Are we going to postpone it? Like, uh, we've already advertised things. We've already. I know how hard it must have been to make that choice to be like, "Hey, we're not going to postpone this." But I do think that they should have. Now, in hindsight, of like seeing the way things are going, people are pulling out of WrestleMania. It's not going to be what WrestleMania is. It's not going to be WrestleMania. I mean, I mean, and WWE tends to make the best of what they what they have, but this is rough right now, bro. And that's that is not something we, anybody can say. That's undisputable. You cannot say that right now. Wrestling right now is having a really rough go at it. Yup. With that being said, <laughs> they're showing on ESPN. WrestleMania 32, right? Worst case scenario for them, they're trying to pack out 100,000 people. Seth Rollins gets hurt fucking six months out as WWE champion. Yeah, you know I mean? Throws everything in flux for them. Rocky can't get insurance to wrestle because the movies is paying them way too much. Cena was, I think, was hurt at that time too. Like, it was, like, 32 was big. Like, 32 was big. Seeing them kind of bounce back and, and, and like they always find a way. This doesn't seem like it's smart. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're going to find. Like, I mean, I'm curious to see it like, because we're a week away from WrestleMania. It's a Sunday right now. We're recording. And I'm, cur- I'm still curious to see what happens. But like, 
CT, I this isn't raw. This isn't this. I'm not this isn't this isn't raw. This isn't SmackDown. This isn't NXT, bro. These ain't fucking. This ain't this ain't weekly network television that you already locked in with your with your with your with your partners with. So you gotta put some something on. Like this ain't that, nigga. This is where you make your money. This is where the fiscal year matters. With the with the with with the stock market dropping, with the coronavirus happening, nigga, what better way to fucking come back after all this shit is done than to have the biggest spectacular there is? Yeah, so I think they should have postponed it, and that's why it's like I was, I was, I was getting at. They always find a way out of things. <sighs> this one, I don't think they're gonna find a way out of this, and I don't think WrestleMania is gonna be what it is. I don't think WrestleMania is gonna feel like WrestleMania this year, and that's sad because I think there's a lot of people that deserve that crown. Um, Drew McIntyre, right off the bat, you see him out there in. Um, <coughs> They say he's in Ireland, you know, carrying barrels and training for Brock Lesnar. And that would be great if, you know, he beat Brock Lesnar and then there's a pop afterwards, which he's not going to get. Nigga, you know, it's great know, if he can get on a flight from Ireland, nigga. We don't know if this yeah, nigga should fly. I, I mean, I'm not sure if he's actually there. I, I, I'm from, from Scotland. I, I don't know if he's there. I'm not sure where they taped that. I'm not sure if they taped it in the past. They, you know, I'm not sure where that what, what that was. But if they taped the show and he played Brock and there was no pop, it's going to be just say that and we view it next week. We're going to feel the type of way. We're going to feel like, man, we're missing out a little bit to make that moment special. You have Street Profits having their first WrestleMania. I really wish there was a crowd moment where everybody's holding those red cups up. I've been saying that for, for months now. You know, you mentioned Rhea Ripley before we got on the podcast. Her first WrestleMania, first time NXT champion, NXT championship is being showcased at the Grand Station of all. It's going to lack that emphasis without the crowd there. And it's not only the crowd, it's just that um, they're doing it not in a huge arena at all. So it's like, it's going to feel like, uh, if, if, put it this way, if WrestleMania feels going to feel like Raw and SmackDown has been feeling, I wouldn't do it. Put it that way. If, 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 that, if that's how it's going to feel, I hope it's not. What you mean, CT? It's inevitable. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I don't have your faith in this shit, my nigga. It's hard for you. It's hard for you to not have faith in certain stuff and have faith in this. Nigga, they've had a month. They've had a month of no crowd. And nigga, not one time during this month have we said any of it has been consistently good that we'll watch it for four, five, six straight hours. Well, you, well, you have you have no argument with me, bro. Like I've been saying this entire time that in the past WWE always finds a way, but this doesn't feel like it's going. There's gonna they're gonna hit hit it. Like they're they're gonna miss. They're gonna miss on this one, and they should have postponed it. So, like, I'm there with you, bro. Like, I'm not arguing against that because you're right. It hasn't felt entertaining these past couple weeks. It hasn't felt like the good old Raw aspect that we know. And I didn't know how much the crowd, like, I didn't, I didn't realize how much the crowd was needed for the entire entire atmosphere of a wrestling show. And I, I should know, but I didn't know it was this. This, to this degree, you know, I see great things happening on some great matches. The matches just aren't as impactful because you don't get that big pop and that big, big, big reaction. And, that, you know, so we really are, as fans, a part of the show. And we really are um, needed 
to cultivate that environment where it feels like it's special. So I just pray that next week when we see this taped show, I'm not expecting it to be WrestleMania, but I'm expecting that they at least throw something to us that makes us say, hey, we're going to remember this, and this was different, but we appreciate the effort they put in at this point. Because it's not going to be what we want. We already know that. Okay, so with, that being, with that being said... As as new and this is why I started off our conversation as nuance logical fans. Do we we appreciate the effort of them trying to entertain? But if it's to the point where it's not entertaining, how do we appreciate that effort? Right? Like you you, you see what I'm saying? Like like okay. The weekly the weekly the weekly episodic shows we appreciate because it's weekly episodic shows. You know what I mean? We like we appreciate that part of it. But when we're talking about and we're breaking it down like these are niggas biggest paydays of the year. We're talking about these is people's biggest fucking uh 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 um spotlight of the year. When we're talking about um when we're talking about niggas dropping out because health risks, right? Roman Reigns is a cancer survivor with a weak immune system. You see what I'm saying? Like, we don't know him interacting with niggas traveling. Goldberg is from is from Georgia, right? Or fucking uh, 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 someone may live in New York City or shit. Florida's the, uh, uh, the hottest of the hotbeds for this shit. So like, it we're we're it's not all the way even remotely like it's no feasible way for me to even try to connect and say this is going to be yeah. smart you know what I mean like it's yeah it's, it's, I know and I'm trying to be optimistic as always um and I feel you bro like I I'm it's it's, it's a bad it's, it's a like because we had expectations for us man even me and you just as reasonable wrestling, we had expectations for this WrestleMania weekend. We were excited going into it. We can talk about six months ago. We were talking about doing a whole party out there, you know. And, and, and look at what is now reality. It was just very daunting to then say, "Man, our, our what we love WrestleMania, uh, the biggest thing of the year, is going to be uh, marginalized this year." And, and I feel your pain on that, and I'm with you on that. Um, uh, but we gotta get through this time with the best of best of you know, best of. Um, we just gotta cope with it, you know, and, and, and rock with it. Now, should they have postponed it? Absolutely. I hear Brock Lesnar was upset about them still going on with it. It honestly is a health risk, like you said. Roman pulled out. Like, and I and I don't blame him. I don't blame anybody for pulling out. The Miz pulled out. I don't blame any stars for pulling out because. This is something that should be taken seriously. This COVID-19 thing has shaken the foundation of the fucking world now. So, it's, I know Vince like has this kind of pride. He has an ego, and he's like, yo, this is going on no matter what. Because this is what I do. This is what my legacy is. This is what, you know, I, and I think that's what it comes down to. And that, I mean, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with money. I mean, it probably has to do with money, too. But I think above all else... This is an ego thing. I think this is an ego play. Like, this WrestleMania must go on. The show must go on. And I hope that he, they 
I hope they go. I hope they take a, take a hiatus. Like honestly, wrestling should take a hiatus after WrestleMania. Like Raw and SmackDown doesn't really need to continue. I mean, I know they got contracts to USA and everything, but maybe they can just show old shit like they've been doing. You know, because pulling these guys and saying, "Hey, draw, I drive out here to PC uh, or fly out here to Florida come to the PC to put on the show and risk your health," it doesn't seem feasible at this point. I, I, I don't, I mean, this just adds to the list of WrestleMania blunders uh, for the past six years, right? Damn. We, we, we go back to, uh, you know, we talk about shit from 30, right? Uh, I think 31 is the only thing that went sort of without a hitch almost as far as, um, you know, production wise, and um, I and think WrestleMania 30 was the last one. I mean, well, not the last one. I mean, well, 31 maybe was the last one, but WrestleMania 30 was good. You know, I, and I that was from my, my last one that I personally was like I remember it vividly. Is the WrestleMania only, 30. The, the only reason I'm saying that is because there hasn't been a year where they haven't fucked up around Mania. Is what I'm saying. Like, okay. it, like Brave, they fucked up a generational talent in 30. And 31, who's to say they didn't fucking put Brian's career at risk by putting him in a fucking ladder match for the IC title? I go back and watch that match, nigga. Bruh, they killed my nigga in 31, my nigga. Like, he didn't take it light at all, my nigga. Boom. 32. We go to 32. Seth was hurt. Um, everything like that. 32 was kind of booking-wise... Um, like yes, Charlotte was there, but I think Sasha was there to be made um, because Sasha never recovered from thirty two. When when Sasha came up with the girls, um, with the Diva Revolution, Sasha was the she was Becky Lynch before Becky Lynch. She was the hottest women's wrestler in wrestling. Uh, nobody can touch her cachet. Nobody can touch her in ring. And they, they missed the boat on and her. they missed the boat on her at 32. 33, my nigga. We already talked about 33. If that was going to be the last fucking Undertaker match, that should have been the last Undertaker match. <laughs> that that was it. 34, I'm going back watching. I'm right now I'm watching 34 and Braun Strowman, one of the hottest guys in the company, is tagging with a fucking 9-year-old kid Nicholas against the bar, my nigga. <laughs> I, I still don't even fucking gun. What the fuck? And Bray Wyatt and Matt. Matt Hardy won the fucking Invitational. The, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. With the help of Bray Wyatt. And for what? For them to be a tag team? Oh my god. I, yeah, thir- they ha- What I'm saying is, is that if it's, even if it's even if it's character or storyline wise they have fucked up business in some shape or fashion because they missed the boat or something or they wasn't in tune with the times. You see what I'm saying? I think you're... And we could we go back in every WrestleMania and say there's something that we didn't like booking-wise, but what makes this thing so much more egregious is that it puts people's health at risk. Exactly. You know, um, exactly. You know booking-wise, booking I mean, even this year, they're probably going to fuck things up. So I, I, I can't... 
I can't uh, speak on the booking. You know, I could talk about Braun and the kid, even though the Braun and Nicholas thing, I get what they were doing. Do I think that was the best thing, best thing in the world? No, but I'm not going to kill it either. I, I, that moment is, is a moment, a WrestleMania moment that, you know, people will remember. Uh, but when it comes to this year, um, there probably wasn't be some booking shit um, mishaps this year. We could have had John Cena beat Bray again. We could have had, uh, I mean, I don't even want to see Roman and Bray. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. And, and over, I mean, I just, like, you know, so we're, all, we're shitting on the card going into WrestleMania this year. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, to be quite honest, uh, but at the end of the day, this whole COVID thing, man, this has changed. This has changed everything for WWE at the moment, and I just hope they get through it because, like you said, we love wrestling, you know. So, I just know that after WrestleMania, it's gonna be tough to to to, to recover if it's not a good show, and if it is a good show, then. Do you go on hiatus then? Like, cause you, they've already taped it now, so WrestleMania is happening. You know, they're not performing it. Um, you know, you got Takeover is gonna be on Wednesdays, uh, on, on pretty much during NXT. Um, so, and then after that, I'm just curious to see what that, bro. Point. But I that hurt. Point. But that's what I'm saying. I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, um, a couple weeks ago, when we talked about how Mania impacts the indie business, Bruh, The the this shit impacts NXT. NXT. It, bruh, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, they appreciate that gate, my nigga. They appreciate that Friday, Saturday, whenever we go hold it, for niggas paying their ticket money and for them to get a fucking bonus. You telling me they about to have their biggest fucking payoff about to happen on free TV with no crowd? Yeah. That, yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man, it, it's sad to say, you know, um, and it, it is, you know, it's just sad to say because it, it, it's, it's, this is where we are right now. And I, I not much I can say about it. It sucks, but it, it's, it's, it's where we are so, in wrestling. It's where so we are in the is, world. So is, you know? so, is, so is NXT going what's to the, What's have... the alternative? That's what I want to say. Huh? Like, what's the alternative, you know? The alternative would be, again, um, those few, like, I I don't want to see Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream in an empty arena, bruh. The crowd makes them, nigga. Who's going to say baby? Nobody. I'm saying. Boom. Exactly, bruh. Who's going to do that? Nigel? Nigel's gonna uh, Mor- I'm, no, Morrow's Mor- 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 gonna do it. Morrow's <laughs> definitely gonna do it. Oh my god! Oh, Adam Cole, baby, gonna be Nigel. So that's what I'm saying, nigga. Nah, bro. Nah, man. nah, nigga. I, nah, nigga. Hell nah. Nah, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a different type of show, man. It's just gonna be a different type of show. Um, I'm gonna support though. I'm gonna watch these shows. I'm gonna tune in. You the know, only match, on, uh, the only match, the only match that deserves no crowd, no arena, fight anywhere, all over the building. Gargano and Champa. Yeah, 
That's the I agree. That's the I only agree. thing that deserves the that. They might not. I don't even think they're gonna be in a PC. They're gonna be like in some kind of warehouse or something. Because from way they had their nigga, the PC is a warehouse. <laughs> They've already done that though. They already went through and brought through the PC. <laughs> they're both getting fined. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, they're getting their whole thing, you know, um, but yeah, it was, and I'm actually, their promo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front this week, their promo was actually really good. Triple H coming there, and him and Johnny and, and, and Tommaso having that in the ring seemed intimate, even, especially without the crowd, they actually, it kind of worked. But that's why I like, um, with these shows, that's why I'm saying lean more on the, telling of the story because there is no trouble. It's making it more deeper and more intimate. And when they have those moments in the ring, like when Roman had his promo, see more real. Um, this was uh, another another thing, another um, reflection of that. With Tommaso, Johnny having that deep talk about how they are the they are the man for NXT. And having that promo with Triple H is like saying, hey guys, this is it. This is the end. Like you guys have been tearing up the PC like this is it. We're going to have this match. When do you want to have it? It wasn't like Triple, Triple H saying, hey, you guys are going to be in a no disqualification match at WrestleMania or, you know, on, on, in two weeks. It was it was him saying, all right, you guys have this feud. Like, all right, when is it? When is it going to be? Uh, John Gregor was like, no, nah, I'm not ready. You know, like, it was like, he's <laughs> like, you know, so like, I, I like the way that whole thing went in NXT. Um, on NXT, so I gotta give props to them because they're trying to do the best they can right now to make an entertaining show, and I applaud that because it has to be hard because this is like a different. This is like even in the Indies, they at least have a crowd. It might be a small crowd, but they at least have a crowd. So them coming out there and performing and making it entertaining, I want you know you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta hand it off to these guys. Uh, the only thing that's missing was Loser Leaves Town. That's the only thing that was yeah. missing. The the like that um you know what I mean, loser leaves town, like I I needed that in that promo. everything else was yeah. good, um, but it was then there was no like this is the last time. This is the absolute last time you'll ever see this because the loser will never compete at NXT again. That the you want to say you're the hard show. You want to say that you built this place. Yeah, we will fight. That like that's what needed to have happen, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but I'm assuming that is the route that they're going. I don't like to assume in wrestling because when I assume, I get bleeped over. So I want it to be set in stone. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I was. I actually predicted it. A couple weeks ago, I would be like, all right, because they said that Tommaso came out there, you know, that week, and he said, I guess I can't, you know, I can't exist in NXT without with, with Johnny here. You know, so I saw, I thought they were going towards a loser leaves NXT match. You know, you said Tommaso would lose, and, you know, he would go work and evolve, you know, because he's injured, and that might be where they could still go. But I'm... At this point, they didn't, men- they didn't, they didn't, they didn't um, mention it being like a loser leaves NXT or loser leaves town match or whatever. So even if it's just a match in a warehouse, as long as they do something cool, I'm down with it. I'm gonna fuck with it, and I think that Johnny Organo in a in a in a, in a building or a ring somewhere random, it could. And if they tape it well, it could be dope. And I think they are creative people. They, have, they have, I think they, I trust Johnny and Tommaso's creativity and creating a match where there's little 
callbacks to things in their past because of their story history together. And that's why I appreciate their matches and their storytelling. So I'm curious to see how they do that in a different aspect, even though we've seen pretty much everything Johnny or Gano and can do in a ring. Um, maybe they can do it in a warehouse and see where that where, where that goes. And um, yeah, so we'll see with that. I don't want to just give them a shout out. Well, um, with that being said, I didn't watch too much wrestling. Um, I did see, um, uh, I did hear that Roman's not going to be there for uh, Mania. Uh, Mania, we talked about it, and the replacement, I believe, was going to be Braun Strowman. Um, and I. Not down with that. I'm not down to see Braun Strowman and Goldberg. Nigga, if if Goldberg couldn't get Taker up for a jackhammer, what you think that nigga gonna get Braun up for? For what nigga? And we gonna say Braun lost to a spear? Well, what's gonna happen with that? Yo, I, son, this will be the worst match on the entire card. It will be the Braun worst Strowman match of the Goldberg. 21st century. I don't want to see it one bit, one night. If you think that I was mad about Roman Reigns and Goldberg, Braun Strowman and Goldberg, God, I I can't think and picture what this match is going to be. I don't want to see it, and I don't mean to shit on the two guys because they're great in their own right. Goldberg's a, a legend. Uh, Braun Strowman has his thing, and in, in, in moments he's phenomenal and is all right. But I, this match does not mesh. Just like style, their styles don't even mesh. I don't want to see that. Like, there's no storyline behind it. So, only way you can get me intrigued with this match was to tell a storyline. But Roman's not there, so this is not going to be a storyline. And you can't tell a storyline that's going to maybe give a fuck about the match within two minutes before they get the, with the answers just come out. So, I don't know what the fuck that's going to be. Uh, it's going to be probably spear, 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 pin. Um, unless they want to put the title on Braun, which we. I can see him doing that. Actually. I can see. I can see. He's the intercontinental champion, nigga. He's gonna be double champion out of yeah, nowhere now. Oh he no, he's not IC champion. champion. He lost it. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He lost yeah, it. He lost it. So they can put. The, I think they they might put the title on Braun, and then he have a whole thing with with the Fiend. I don't know. I would like to see, and then you get that Braun, you know, Fiend kind of thing. You want You know, he probably will beat the Fiend too. Um, Yo, CT, yeah. my nigga, if they give me Braun and the Fiend. This might be the greatest fucking thing in the world, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, that might be how you get there. Nigga, if they, bro, nigga, if they give me, bro, I don't even want to give my hopes up. So please, let me not even think that way, nigga. If they give me yeah. the fucking Fiend and Braun for the title on SmackDown, or even Braun and Roman, who has a really great, I like, I like their work together. I, I will. I will. Even, I do like Braun and Roman. I do like Braun and Roman, but I don't. Well, Braun and Roman never. Right Braun and Roman never fought for anything that mattered. They always fought for That's opportunity true. to like meet Brock or something like that, but they never had a oh, match I, or a, a feud that mattered. So I think they, the title. Know, they were in a, they were, Weren't they in a match like in like a Fatal Four or a Triple Threat where, where Brock Lesnar or something like that? Like. I, no, I Lesnar, know, I, I don't I, need I, Lesnar involved. I just need Braun and Roman. Alright, yeah, Braun and Roman, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind seeing it. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I like everything they've done in the past. They do have chemistry, but I would give it like another year. I don't want to see it right now. Um, but if they do it, I guess you got to do it. I mean, if you have, 
if you have the guys on SmackDown, you might as well do it. So yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I would do other people first. Like I would have Braun and uh, Bray link up, do their thing. They move on if to Braun and Bray uh, go. If Braun and Bray go, I need Bray to get the title back, and I need Bray and Roman like that. If if that's what we're doing, like if I'm booking it here, like if if I have the pin, you know what I mean, and I'm booking it, nigga. I'm I'm booking. That we have, I would, yeah, you have the pen, and I agree with you. I would like, I, I would, I would like to see that. But in my mind, if they do put a title on Braun Strowman, he gonna hold it for a minute. Right away, it'll be it has to be him and Bray, maybe at SummerSlam, you know, and then they take the title off of him, and then build with Roman. And I'm Bray good. I'm good with that. Right, sign me up for that. Yeah. I, okay, so yeah. I'm kind of a little bit more on the side of Roman. I mean of Goldberg and Braun. I I I, I not I, I'm not happy, but I, I'm just I just if I can just fast forward to the result, I'll be okay. Because okay. then I can know All if right. I can be happy or, or mad. Yeah, I think that I think that we might see that. I think we might see Braun become champion. Holy fuck! Look at us. But what I was getting to was, even though we just booked Braun. And uh, even though we just booked Braun and Goldberg, my booking black this week was of Goldberg and another opponent at WrestleMania. So I listened. I listened to the. Uh, I listened to the uh, New Day pod, right? And my nigga Big E said that his. Dream match, his dream po, uh, his dream match is him and Goldberg. Big sweaty meat, big sweaty men bumping meat is pretty is what he said actually. Pause. Pause. Yeah. So my, so my nigga, I would have liked to have seen Goldberg, Biggie. WWE Championship or Universal Championship. That would have been okay. that would because right now I think they was gonna do the Fatal Four Way, but Miz is not there, so the tag titles can't go you know, up. At this point, WrestleMania, it's crazy right now. So you might as well just go all out and make it crazy. Should've Put the title it. on Big E, bruh. Biggie as Biggie as Universal Champion, nigga, beating Goldberg, nigga. Biggie's a Hall Yo, of Famer. That would be like, okay, what's gonna happen next? That would that would make us shock. That would make us not like expect something. I mean, you know, I don't. It, I, it, I mean, it could work. And Biggie saying that's his, that's his dream match. Give him his dream match, you know. At WrestleMania moment, in in a, in, a, in with no crowd. I mean, that would it be a WrestleMania moment still? It would still be a WrestleMania moment, bro. Bruh, Biggie could down the line tell his grand his kids, his grandkids, my nigga, put on the WWE network and the time were unprecedented out of thirty six years of WrestleMania, nigga. Thirty six fucking years. The only fucking time WrestleMania didn't have a crowd, your grandpapa performed. And guess what he did? He beat Goldberg for the title. You know what I mean? Like that like, that's a you know what I mean that's a fucking moment for Biggie, you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> that would be a, a ill moment, man. For real. That that was um, that that was my book in black. Now, if Biggie wins the title, 
We got Big E versus Kofi. Cause Kofi, I think Big E and Braun could even link up. Big E and Kofi, obviously. That's, that's definitely obvious right there. Yeah. But Big E and Braun, that would be interesting. Nigga, Big E and Roman. Big E and Roman was where I would get to down the line. But like for like a stopgap, Big E and Braun, what? Yeah, but nah, Biggie and Roman will be the you know, where you make your money. You know where my end goal is, dog? If we do an all the way book in black, all the way a hundred, you know what my booking you know my book in black is? Mm-hmm. Biggie Keith Lee. Money match. Oh, okay. Okay. Big big hogs, Biggie, big dog. <laughs> yeah, I think Biggie definitely needs to be a, he's gonna be a, we're gonna see that match one day. Uh, Biggie, you know, he's he's pretty much a veteran. And I think that when he and Keith Lee link up, it should be a moment. Not just like, hey, Big Lee and Keith Lee, you know, on SmackDown. I think they should build that, you know. Um, but that, not anytime soon. But to keep you guys, you guys work down there at NXT for a little while. And, and um, I want to see... Nigga, Keith, 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 Keith Lee going to be up by the summertime, bro, just to let you know. I think he'll be there after summer, maybe. Nah, the, yeah. they they can't do a full year with him because Survivor, nigga, Survivor Series is gonna be here before we know it. So Keith Lee gotta be up here before Survivor Series. Yeah, for sure. So it'll be right around summer so that he should come up. Yeah, summer, right, summer, yeah. summer, okay. summertime. He definitely should be up for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah. That yeah. So awesome. that that was that was just my that was my little brief book in black when I found out that Roman wasn't going to be there. Had listened to the pod and I'm like, nah, that 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 would have been that 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 would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's awesome. That would be awesome, man. Um, but yeah, that's book in black. That's what's up. Uh, and it, well, it, speak, what, what else that I want to talk about. Um, you, you wanted you wanted to just touch on um you just wanted to touch on AEW for the simple fact that um right now you know they they were preparing for their show Blood and Guts uh like we talked oh, about yeah. last week and 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 you were you know you're excited about the the show but their show is postponed at the moment so they're kind of like yeah. in a, they're kind of like in a situation where they're uh um you know just trying to figure it out and 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 see what they're gonna do you know Matt. Matt, yeah, Matt came yeah. last AEW, week. Yeah, AEW this week, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I briefed brief through it. Um, and just, just building towards Blood and Guts. You know, like I said, that's what I'm looking forward to in wrestling. That's something that I'm looking forward to wrestling that I know has a high potential of paying off for me. I have it, The match itself is going to be a Warriors match. I think it's going to pay off for me, and I'm, and I'm excited to see that. So, um Chris Jericho had an altercation with Matt Hardy. Obviously, they got his debut last week. So, he's going to be going into the match to, uh, along with the Elite against the Inner Circle. So, having them link, link up this week and have Chris Jericho talk to talk to a fucking uh, drone. And Chris had a drone. I'm not going to lie. That shit's funny. It's corny, but it's Chris Jericho shit. Like Chris Jericho, it's Chris Jericho funny. You know, um, it's off the wall, it's loony, it's wacky, but it was funny to me. I don't like the overproduced stuff they do with Matt Hardy and the crowd and shit. Like, you know. I'm not going to hold you. I actually like that. I like to tell her, I'm not going to hold you. That, (laughs) That, I like that. As things change, other things stay the same. 
like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. They, I like that they took time and, and did something like that. Okay. I like that the production, um, the you know, you know, we, we, we're film guys, you know what I mean? And I know sometimes we like our wrestling. I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah. It, it, it I know, is, you know, sometimes we get, in the, we get in a stick where we like our wrestling the way we like our wrestling, but... Uh, that character, if any other character other than Bray Wyatt can have that production shit, it's it's Matt Hardy in this in this character. If they did it with Bray Wyatt, it would look cooler than that. Just the way they did it, I think they could have done a little bit better. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I, I just I, it was it came off. I, they could have done the editing a little bit. Better. I'm gonna be honest. It was good. If they did the editing better, it would be like on point. I guess like okay. You know, but it, it was—it was—it just came off as. It came off as like it came off as if we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came off as kind of homie. Nah, 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 we did, but like. Nah, keep it, keep it, keep it, G, my nigga. If we if we experienced with some shit like that, and we thought that shit was dope, nigga, that's exactly how AEW put that shit on TV, nigga. They motherfucking, <laughs> they motherfucking did that shit. It was like, yo, this look dope, nigga. And other niggas is like, yo, we ain't never seen that shit before. And they fucking did it, man. <laughs> and they just threw it up, you know? Um, so I like, I like it. I like I like that they're taking risks, you know? And that's one thing that I can say. Like I said, AEW, some things are going to hit and some things are going to miss because they're having such creativity um, from, from their, from their, um, from the wrestlers, you know? And, having some creative control and what they have their oh their, my their, god their, 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 their I'm control. sorry I'm sorry I'm I'm live watching Wrestlemania 33 uh the four way ladder match when Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy came back right and I'm sorry it's a spot Jeff Hardy comes off the top rope and Big Cass kicks his fucking chest in my nigga and I wasn't expecting that I forgot that spot was there nigga and when I saw it, I said, oof, like it was live. Like it was, like it was the first time okay. me seeing it. So I apologize for cutting you off. Just had to let niggas know. No, no, no. Uh, that's cool. I got to check that out. Um, but yeah, that was, that, was, that was two years ago, right? Uh, 33, three years ago. Yo, Enzo and Kaz was fucking what? over, man. Yeah, they were. Huge, huge. They were over I, I, like I'm gonna say shit. It, I, I'm, and I'm only going to say it. Enzo, I'll say what you say about him, people, but he is one of the best mic workers of all time. You got a lot of you got a lot of dip on your chip there, my nigga, of all time. Nah, he's one of the he's he's one of the best people on the mic. I mean about getting a reaction, this guy no could get a reaction. 
Like, that guy is one of the best in the fight. And, and he's not the best in the ring. I'm telling you the truth. I'm Go back and watch any, watch any Enzo promo. Any. In this day and age, not like, so I'm not saying he's better than The Rock or better than Rick. I'm not saying you can tell, you know, but watch any promo. He's, he's good. He's good. But he's just crazy. He's crazy and he... He's not the greatest worker. But, so, um, so, yo, it's funny how you I just... It's funny that. how you brought that up, and we're just going to segue into our next conversations, right? Uh, we're both heavy on Twitter. So, since you put that... I'm going to put that on... I'm I'm tweeting that, nigga, and I'm signing CT said, nigga. And I'm going to put Enzo best talker all time, and we're going to get our own conversation Lord, started. Lord, uh, not, don't, don't miss... Call me, bro, because I know I'm gonna get mad. Hey, you, no, CT, you just said it. I got it. On, we record right now. You said one of the best mic workers. No, I said, I said one. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna put up one of the best. I don't one of the best of all time. Yes. Okay, it's going up. It's on going the up. mic, bro. It's going up. Yeah. Go back, watch any problem. Just, right. just use me, and I'll stand by. Anybody, listen to this. Go to YouTube, put Enzo Amore promo. Every single time, if he knocks out the park. Okay, all right. Go for it. All right, so we go, we go, we go, we, I'm going to do that myself, and we're going to go ahead and watch it. So I'm going to, and on the and on the topic of. But that's one aspect of being a wrestler. You know, that's one right, aspect. No, I'm, listen, I'm not, I don't care about any of that other stuff. I want to talk about what you said. You said talkers. So we're going to go ahead and put that up there, nigga. I, I'm, that's the caveat, nigga. <laughs> fuck wrestler, fuck person, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's scum still, whatever, nigga. But we going to put <laughs> talker, nigga, and of all time, and we going to put that up and see how that go, nigga. Uh, speak, speak, speaking of Twitter conversations, I'm heavy on Twitter, and um, a few conversations came up as far as uh, along the same t- lines that, that we're talking about right now. Um, uh, uh, pretty much, so, it, the topic was, name your favorite wrestler and their best year. Or, or what is, what is, what do you consider a wrestler's best year, right? And, uh, to, to, to some effect. And, uh, a person put up, um, you know, 2007 John Cena, uh, 2013 John Cena, uh, 2016 AJ Styles, um, 2013 Daniel Bryan. I thought I had the trump card, and I put 2004, 2005 Kurt Angle. I don't think I don't think nobody was fucking with Kurt. I I, I think if you go back, like you okay. say, go on YouTube or go on the network. I don't think nobody's fucking with 0405 Kurt. Uh, and on the mic intensity program psychology in the ring. Um, Matt wrestling like the niggas is, is on point in all aspects. Honestly, I'm not gonna hold you on that. That's a real viable answer. Um, Kurt Angle is one of the best wrestlers of all time, bar none. And when he's on his A game at that time, he like as he was, he was in his prime. Yo, he was one of the best, not only physical specimens, athletic, but he also had the psychology of of, of working a match in a way, uh, and he was at his peak at that point, you know, so you got these incredible matches that he had, you know, with Rey Mysterio, with 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 uh, Undertaker, he, he's had everybody he got a ring with, he may go with, um, and what 
Well, when you said, oh, oh, was that 04 you said? Yeah, 04, 05, yeah. Okay. All right, you know, well, I'm going to, you know, me being the Bret Hart mark, I'm going to throw in Bret Hart at 96. 96, he faced, you know, Shawn Michaels. He faced Stone Cold. Um, um, was that the year? I think that was the year he faced Undertaker at SummerSlam. Yeah, some, um, yeah. Yeah. So it was, he, he had some great matches that year. Um, and I'm, and I'm just, I know I'm missing some other ones, but Bret Hart. Yo, really just, yo okay, yo. So, so real quick. We gonna come back into this Bret Hart conversation because, as you um, as you mentioned Bret Hart, uh, one of his best feuds I would say is with um, Undertaker, um, and uh, the Twitter conversation is of uh, one of the Twitter conversations was um, Undertaker's best feuds, right? And a nigga did not mention Bret. A nigga said, Mankind, Mick Foley, and Gold Dust, my nigga. And I'm like, how do, do, we, how do we miss 08 Edge, 07 Batista? Uh, 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 how do we miss 96 Brett? How do we miss uh, 01 Austin or 2000 Austin? Like, how do we miss Kane? You know what I mean? Like, how, how, do, how, do, we, how do we go from Gold Dust and mankind, bro. I, <laughs> I think they probably were just trying to just be obscure, like, oh, gold dust. You know, people on Twitter just want to feel like they know the most about wrestling. So people just were like, oh, remember gold dust and Undertaker? I don't think that's what made Undertaker special. I think that, like you said, mankind, like that feud was like the first test for Undertaker, you know, in his lineage as a, you know, as a character. So well, Yoko, Yokozuna, Yokozuna. Yokozuna, yes, yeah, yeah. That came before Mankind. You're right. 90, that was like, that 90, was 90, 90, 94, 94 Yokozuna was nuts. Yeah, 94 Yokozuna got a handsome. Yeah, he was a, he was on he was on a different level. Um, yeah, yeah, I got a handsome Yoko. I got a hand, that that is true. I do remember that. Um. So yeah. So like you know. Um. Uh. I. I. I um. Taker, I, I think Taker, Taker's on my Mount Rushmore. Take Taker's on my Mount Rushmore for the simple fact of, um, did Rock, Rock Rocky just did an Instagram live and he was like, you know, um, you know, his Mount Rushmore consists of uh, people who who drew, who who can draw. You know what I mean? Um, my my criteria is kind of the same way. But also, wrestling has this character element to where, you know what I mean? Like you remember characters. You know, all you don't remember Wait, sometimes no. just you, you remember characters and Taker's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. You still you that's that's a thirty year old character, man. That's it. I would say that no, I think that criteria is, is fantastic. Here's my my criteria now. If you're talking about who could draw, I think we've talked about this in the past. It's for uh, it's, it's, it's uh, Hogan, Rock, Austin, and John Cena. That's what we're talking about. And, and what's what we've listed in the past on this podcast. But when you're talking about my personal Rubman Rushmore, I'm putting Undertaker there too. Because my Rushmore, my criteria is one person for the character stuff in wrestling, one for person for promos. One person for working and one person for drawing. Ooh. So that's how I look at it. You know, Ooh. so it's Undertaker, 
you gotta have uh, for drawing power. I think nothing's better. Nothing's bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nah. So it's Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin. For the worker in the ring, or performer, you could say. Uh, it gotta be Rick. I, I, you, you, you say, you say Rick, but I was gonna go Sean. You know, and I'm. A, it's harder for me because I'm a Breath fan, but I got. I was gonna go Sean because his career is just as comparable to Rick's. Like, really, if you really want to, like, it really is. Like, so if you want some performing wise, I'm going to be person. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Sean because I'm a WWE guy, and I, Rick's stuff be prior to WWE. I'm not. I just didn't uh, know as much, so I I wouldn't argue with Rick, but I personally would have Sean. And then what was the last one? It was on on the mic. So on the mic. Rocky. That has to go to the rock. That's that's got to go to the rock. So I have my Mount Rushmore: Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and the Rock. Yo, our joint is similar. My mine is Taker, Austin, Rocky, Rick. Okay. All right. I like that, and we should post that too on Twitter because honestly, that's very. Uh, that's how, and you gotta post our criteria because people have their own criteria, which is and which and, is, and, um, and mine's fine. just mine's just flipped because I did put Cena on my Rushmore, um, because uh, I, I didn't have the criteria aspect of it, but I okay. had I had Cena, I had Cena on my Rushmore for the simple fact of longevity, mic work, ring work, uh, like Cena checks those boxes. For all of and he draws. Yeah, and he draws. So I mean if somebody's gonna put Cena, as we said, if it's all drawing people, then yeah, Cena's in there for sure. Um, but there's no there's not there's an argument to be made for Cena on any one of those categories if you wanna ask me. Yeah. I personally wouldn't pick him over some of the people who I picked, but he'll be like number one or two on a lot of those or I mean two or three in a lot of those categories. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. That's, so but yeah, that's, I mean, that's the conversation though, especially with like wrestling fans now, like going back into the history of wrestling and watching it. It's a great conversation to have right now. It's a great conversation, and it's, it's great content. Um, if you just down, you know what I mean, like like you're working from home now, you know what I mean. There's no supervisor to tell you get off your phone or some shit. You know, it's, it's enough things to pass time now, and uh, these conversations it gets you. You know what I mean? It gets yeah, you. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. While I was working from home, I was watching Bret Hart um, on the Broken Skull Sessions. You guys go check that out if you haven't. Um, and yeah, me being the Bret Hart mark I am, I'm like, yo, I can, which is great, um, that you can watch wrestling while you're working. But um, yo, like Bret Hart really made Stone Cold. Like, and, and Stone Cold even said that on the show. So I want people to really give this guy his flowers. Listen, Go back I, and watch the, the what? I love the modesty. I love the modesty of. I love the modesty of Stone Cold and 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 Brett was listen. Brett is and was a tremendous fucking talent to the business and contributor to the business. Uh, but when it goes to the you know. He made people type thing. Um, he helped. He yes, he helped, <laughs> bruh. Listen, Bret Hart, the cachet, and Bret Hart, the realism of the few. You know what I mean? It it helped, but he can't make 
Austin when Austin was in a Royal Rumble in '97, hot. Like that's not that's not just off bread. Without, without, let's, let's just say this. Without that, you can, you can talk about Owen, you know, breaking his neck. Bro, Owen made if you want. Yes, that's that's. Let me let me make my let me let me make my point. Let me make my point. Owen fucking made Austin more than Brett did. Bro, Owen made Owen bro. Owen made bro, Owen made no, Austin Owen no, made even. Austin the most sympathetic baby face me, in the business, and he that was legit, an accident for one. Okay, okay. Oh, let's not let's okay. Let's talk accidents, nigga. Let's talk. Let's fucking talk Bret Hart. Let's talk okay. accidents, okay. nigga. Y'all want to give Bret Hart this fucking badge of honor? For fucking creating the attitude error when this nigga caught a real life temper tantrum, nigga, and fucking started believing that he was the best fictional fucking character of all time, my nigga. Dude, dude, dude. Honestly, you gotta, you can say whatever you want. You can have your bias against Brett, and that's fine. But when it comes to Bret Hart's place in the business and what he was at that time it's it's and you you can yeah he's not the biggest star but he made so many people better performers and he made that guy Stone Cold Steve Austin without him let's just say even the one action of saying you know bro I know we're not supposed to blade but this this no being smart enough you know with the business wise being in that ring knowing how to tell a story in a ring he was smart enough to know that we need color in this match. It was against policy for him to put color in, uh, in, at that time and having them bleed intentionally. So he had to make it seem like Stone Cold hit his head and got busted open hard way. He made he had to sneak around, cut him up, and because of that reason, we get that Austin 316 iconic image of him having the blood trickle down his face while he's in the sharpshooter and he passes out. Yo, without that... I don't think that double turn, without that double turn happening in such a grand fashion and epic match, so all of those things like legacy does not become what it is. The way it, the way the way that you guys may think it would have been. Now I, I think that he would have still been awesome three sixteen, but the fact of the matter is that without that, that wouldn't have been the turn. And he got so much more babyface heat from um, more than that, more than the the, the um. More than the uh, Owen thing, this is just straight up art history right here, where they made the fans endear themselves to Austin in one match, and that's because of something that Brett did. Now, uh, if Austin says it himself, it is what it is. Austin knows it even himself. So when it comes to Brett the Hitman Hart, you can talk about the Owen uh, thing, and you know, Austin talked about that too. That made him more of a brawler, and, and, and that's what he said. That impacted his career and it made him change up his style a little bit and become more of a brawler. And that fit with the whole Austin you know, thing too, but I think that moment and that WrestleMania 13 match is a, is a moment that where you can encapsulize in one image who Austin 316 is. <laughs> Man, listen. I I I'm I'm not here to say that I'm not here to say that Bret Hart isn't as dynamic as a performer as as he is or as he was. 
But for his fans to say that he made Sean a better performer when Sean was fucking in the AWA performer, my nigga. Yeah, if we really want to talk, like if we talking wrestling historian shit, if we talking nuance. Like, Brett was in Canadian Stampede, my nigga, and was doing his thing for show, Brett, and, 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 and got his chops and shit like that, you feel me? But, 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 uh, my nigga was, and Sean was in AWA, you feel me? He was also wrestling with the Rockers as a, as a tag team specialist. Listen. Hey, even Sean, bro. Even Sean. Listen, listen, what I'm telling you is. You can't tell me he made Sean. He didn't make Sean. Now, 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 when it comes to with Sean, I'm not gonna say he made. We talked about it before in the past. I know um, some. Oh, the stack guy Greg that said that. Stack guy, yeah, stack guy Greg, bro, he killing me. Yeah, I don't agree with that personally, and I'm a Bret Hart mark myself. I don't agree that Bret Hart made Sean. I will say this though. Sean was with that when he became champion to make him a viable champion. He was facing all these big men and getting these wins. He didn't have a classic match at that moment to make him to, to attach to his championship run until he met with, uh, with, with with Brett. He didn't have any storylines that meant a damn thing until the Diesel Brett the Diesel Sean thing really wasn't. Story like that. Yes, it was. Two dudes with attitudes, my nigga. When Sean was a cocky, a cocky nigga, and they had both types. Don't look at that and they're like, "Oh, that's." No, but that's the heartbreak kid. But that's what I'm saying. Y'all don't give credit where credits due, my nigga. That wasn't a great feud. And what do you mean? That introduced that. What do you mean, Sean made Diesel? Sean absolutely made Diesel, but this is what I'm trying to say. We're talking about Brett right now. I'm saying that without Brett, Sean would not be as legendary as he is, and that's a fact. I'm not saying he made Sean. I'm saying that he wouldn't be, and, and, and that plays into what Brett provided. He was a backbone of the WWE during the, 90s, the early 90s, you know, so... He did. He was influential in a lot of people's career, and Sean's one of them. Like we, we, we gotta be honest, and that's his fact, you know. So we're giving credit where credit is due. Yes, Sean has wrestled before Brett, but was Sean Sean Michaels? And so he had that. Bruh, so who the fuck is Brett Hart, my nigga? Who the fuck makes Brett like is Brett Hart God or something, my nigga? Like who the no. fuck made <laughs> Brett Hart, my nigga? Did anybody make this nigga better or what the fuck, my nigga? Honestly, honestly, Brett had a lot of people that made Brett. I think I think Daily Boy Smith was one of them. I think his matches with Rick, Rick Flair. You know, he I think he had Roddy Piper was one that made Brett. Honestly, Brett had a lot of moments that made him just no CT no CT 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you fucking sit here and tell me that Shawn Michaels and Diesel, two dudes with attitudes, didn't matter. And you're going to fucking sit here and tell me that Bret Hart and and, 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 and Roddy fucking Piper, nigga? What are you talking no, about? you don't know that. No, no, listen. I don't think that you understand because you probably didn't experience it. But yes, that did matter. If you go back and watch that match, watch it, watch it. WrestleMania, um... The seven, it's like it's at WrestleMania seven or eight. One of those, I think it's eight. Check it out. 
It's a really well told story, man. It's a really well told story. You can't story. tell really me that man. you can't tell me that that made fucking Bret Hart, but Shawn Michaels wasn't made by WrestleMania ten in a ladder match. The same fucking WrestleMania where Bret Hart won a title, my nigga. Which was the which which one is a more memorable fucking WrestleMania match? Which one do niggas talk about more is more iconic, nigga? Niggas don't even remember fucking Bret Hart on the shoulders of Lex Luger and shit like that after winning the title, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, come on, right. nigga. Come on, dog. And, and you want to talk about Fuse, nigga? Owen made Bret, nigga. Come on, nigga. 94? Nigga, come on, man. Don't play me. Don't, don't play me when you talk about this nigga Bret, nigga. Don't talk about this bitch-ass nigga Bret and talk about he ain't made, nigga. Owen made that nigga back in 94, nigga. Owen made that I nigga did, in 94, I'm bro. You, bro. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. You're right. Owen also played a part in making bread. You know, so that's the thing. Like, I, 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 you, you just gotta understand that when it comes to those two guys, Shawn Michaels, Snow Cold Steve Austin, at the end of the day, Bret Hart was huge and influential in making them who they who, who they were and their legacy. So they were, I think, Bret laid a foundation with those two guys in particular. You know, so I, I feel you. And, and, and same thing for Owen, but that's how things are done in the, in the world wrestling. You know, there's a lot of people that are heavily tied to certain people to make them who they are. I think we talk about Daniel Bryan and Biz all the time. Their history is intertwined with each other, and they're, they're not going to be... Like, of course, there's other people that make them who they are through, with their wrestler, wrestling characters, but their, their, their stories are intertwined because of the way their stories were told. But yeah, Brett, Sean, Stokos, Steve Austin, all those guys um, were in place watching in each other's career, if you want to put it honestly, if you want to really take it there. But yes, we're talking about Stokos, Steve Austin, the biggest drawer ever, then... Yes, this I is what I'm saying. It's hard, it's hard for me to kind of wrap my brain around this CT, and and we can you know we can wrap it up and whenever. But this is my thing, right? Brett made, according to you, or helped make, according to Austin, the biggest drawer in the fucking business, right? In Austin, and Brett made the best fucking ring worker, according to you or your Mount Rushmore, and Brett couldn't even fucking crack it. So tell me, how the fuck is Brett this? But like, tell me, tell, tell, tell me, bruh. Tell, like, explain the logic to me, my nigga. I said, listen, because you know why? Because I'm a guy who appreciates storytelling. I've talked about this from the beginning of the, top of the, the podcast. The reason why Brett's my favorite wrestler, and I realized I really came, came, came to terms with this uh, over the past year watching Brett matches again. I'm like, why do I like Brett so much? And it's because of his storytelling. He took it very serious, telling stories through his matches. I'm a storyteller at, at heart. I write scripts. I like storytelling in matches. Whenever somebody can say, hey, this is what happened in the beginning, this is what happened in the end, and this is the finale, and this is the end of the story, and he paints pictures with his matches, whether it's a tag team match in the Heart Foundation or if it's a singles match when he was with his singles run. That's what made him a viable character, an underdog. He's a shorter guy, and he wasn't going to be the star, especially in the day and age when they had all these big stars. Um, Shawn Michaels was, uh, in, you know, he just had an it factor that Brett didn't have. But what I appreciate in my wrestling is storytelling, and that's what he brought to the table. So without people like him, Wrestling wouldn't that that piece of ingredient would have would lose some of its soul to me. Like wrestling would lose some of its soul without that. And people like him, people like rest in peace, uh, Chris Benoit. If you haven't checked it out, check out the Dark Side of Wrestling from Vice. 
Uh, we can talk about that too. Um, but these guys, like and Eddie Guerrero, you know, they, they told stories in the ring, and it's just made pictures of art in the ring that I appreciate. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about Brett. And I, I mean, I mean, me and you, like, you, you can't talk about you and not talk about me when it comes to storytelling because. Sure, yeah. and, and, and but that I mean again, and and that's what made me. That's what makes me ask. And I was ignorant to to, to Marvel. You know what I mean when it, when it came to uh, certain aspects of storytelling and characters and shit like that. Because I'm like, where do these superpowers come from? How is this so? And how are they so fucking uh, uh, um, intertwined with each other? You know what I mean when it comes. And I completely understand Brett's storytelling ability. I love his SummerSlam match with Mr. Perfect in 90, what was it, uh, 93, I think it was. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, or, or like you said, um, the Brett and Roddy story, <clears throat> the Brett and Roddy story was, was, was made, but at that point in time, like, niggas knew who Brett, the, you know, Brett Hitman Hart was. You know, Brett was, Brett was solidified and legitimately, as a tag wrestler, and then that IC title run, you know what I mean, where he was having legitimately some of the best wrestling matches of all time in WWF history at that point in time. Brett was who he was, you know what I mean? But when it comes to down to it, <clears throat> you can't tell me Sean, <clears throat> or, or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, you can't tell me Brett, as, as um, um, Brett, from what you've seen and what you have seen, is still the best at what you saw. And 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 the reason. And the reason why I say that is because if you when you go back and you do watch the Brett matches, I go back and I watch Sean matches, and I go back and I watch Austin matches, and I go back and I watch Taker feuds. That's why I picked Taker and Batista or Taker and Edge because. Those feuds were, those feuds matter for the character of Taker. You know what I mean? Like, niggas don't understand in 08, SmackDown, nigga, that was all they had. Like, they had to, like, they had to carry that shit, my nigga. Like, like, 06, Angle and Taker, nigga, like that. And they did the damn thing. Like, Taker and Edge's TLC match was great. Uh, Taker and Batista at WrestleMania was one of Taker's best matches at WrestleMania. You know, and he's had a lot of classics. So, Batista being up there with Taker, that's a huge piece of the Taker's legacy. And same for Edge. So, yeah, you, 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 I, it's, it's, you know, when it comes to, when, it, when we're talking about Brett and you're making a point, what, were you, what was the original point you were making? The original, the, the, the original point I was I was making was the, the fact that um, with, with, with Brett, when when you was like you know the reason why you like Brett and and I'm not here to say I don't like Brett like that's 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 for one I do want to I do want to get that across I'm not a Brett hater that's not my that's not my that's not my forte you know what I mean I know you're not but but it, it, my thing is just I don't think he's the best thing since sliced bread because nigga bread has been more inventive. You know what I mean? Like, at first, nigga, niggas was like, oh, sliced bread is white. Nigga, I got wheat bread, nigga. I got Sierra Lee motherfucking honey wheat bread, nigga. I got sourdough bread, nigga. Like, at some point in time, that original bread that we like 
ain't the best. And over time, nigga, I can go back and 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 say Brett legitimately. Um, you know, it, it goes back to a basketball conversation. I'm not sure if you want to go down this route. Um, uh, when we talk about primes, right? Um, I said that I would want to prime Tracy McGrady over a prime Vince Carter or a prime um, um, Carmelo Anthony. You know what I mean? Because barring in, barring injury, that is the fucking greatest fucking combination of anything that you want in a player. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people get that misconstrued when we talk about wrestling as well. You know what I mean? Like, barring, barring injury. What, what you're getting at, though, like, when you, when you say that crazy get the Randy comment, is you're getting at is that also it's subjective, too. You know? So right. somebody might feel right. that way about Tracy, right. but some of them might not really feel that way about Tracy McGrady. So then you got that debate, you know? So I feel you on Brett. Like, I do completely get it, and I get it. Like, I experienced Brett at a time when I was um, a kid, too. So, like, I experienced him, and I have an attachment to him. So I'm not naive to the fact that I might be biased with Brett because he's not even in my Mount Rushmore. Like, so yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm very clear, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I know. I'm being honest. Like, I'm very reasonable, you know? So that's why I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I know what's going on. I know that I have an affinity for Brett that, that might be beyond everybody else. But I'm going to argue for my boy. You know, because I do think he was one of the best of all time. I, and I do think that people um, don't honestly give him the credit when he talks about some of the greatest, you know? So, I mean, I didn't even mean to get into a bad conversation this week. No, I think, no, I, no, let's, let's, let's straighten this out. Brett gets his credit by far, my nigga. Brett, listen, I don't know what, what conversations or what rooms you in, nigga. But that's the reason why my sentiments are as strong as they are, because I I I see I see the definitive statement of you everywhere. I don't I don't see the opposite. I don't I don't see the opposite. Okay. So I, I'm 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 considering myself as the contrarian in this conversation. I see a lot of Sean likers. Like, I see a lot of people that like Sean, and they're like, yeah, Brad, whatever. And then, you know how they, they create that kind of divide with Brad and Sean? They, you know, that some people are Sean guy, some people are a Brad guy. And I, I'm and, a Brad guy. And, I'm, and honestly, I'm a both guy. Bro, I'm about to watch it right now. I'm on the network. I'm watching November 25th, uh, November 16th, 1998, Nitro. I'm about to watch Brett versus Chris Benoit, nigga. It's probably about to be some of the best oh, wrestling yeah. I've ever seen in my life. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <man. laughs> Two of the best. Two of the greatest, you know? Like, honestly. And and everybody has their flavor, you know? Um, I hate that. Speaking I, of Kawhi, man, that, I, I, that documentary. That was fun. That documentary was, that documentary was crazy, bro. I hate that. I hate, yeah. I hate for one. Um, you know, revisiting it because you know the the, the whole Daniel situation. You know, the the, yeah. ch- the child had had zero thing to do. Even Nancy Nancy had nothing to do with whatever Chris was going 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 through. Uh, but outside of you know, outside of that, um, uh, um, um, humanizing part of it selfishly, my nigga, uh, we we can't. We can't, we can't ever give him the flowers uh, that he so rightfully deserved for his art. You know what I mean? 
uh, um, that man that but but between 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 seeing between seeing that documentary, going back and rewatching his work, and 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 then like I said, combining the two, is is just yeah. is 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 fucking heartbreaking, dude. It's, it's heartbreaking, honestly. It was tragic. Um, and they did a great job, and they were very respectful. Cause, yo, the, and the, yo, Chris, Chris, so. Chris Jericho deserves a ton of credit. Shout out to Chavo, man. Oh, sending, sending great vibes and, and prayers to Chavo Guerrero, man. Because yeah. Vic, Vicky Guerrero as well. Oh, my. D- David, it man. Was so, yeah, it's, he got, he, he, yeah, it was like his, it's like his daddy. Um, it, was, it was touching. It was very touching. If you haven't, guys, if you guys haven't watched it, check it out. Um, man, but uh, do, you, do you at least... Agree now that it, what happened happened because we had this debate before. Um, nah, I'm still trying to figure out how I can write this fan fiction that somebody came and killed all three of them and got out the house. <laughs> this guy, man, <laughs> relentless. I I'm like Chris Benoit, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, oh, let's, let's end it yeah. on that. Let's end it on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a great show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, let's end it on that. Yo, let's name this episode Relentless. Episode 95. Relentless. Yes, Relentless. <laughs> I think WWE right now, Relentless. Put it on WrestleMania. Yeah. So. Wrestling is Relentless. Um, <laughs> yeah, wrestling is relentless for real right now. But yo, you guys, I want y'all all be safe. Be re- be relentless in your own crib. All right, be safe and sound. Let's die. Everybody catch it. Let's look, wait this shit out. Let's uh, flatten the curb and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, this is um. Check us out on you know all the medias of socialness. Yes. Wait, yeah. Um. We're on we're on Instagram. Uh, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. We're on Twitter. RW Podcast One. Um, y'all stay tuned. Um, we we do have a YouTube page, uh, so if y'all ever want to go check out any of our old shit, look at the maturation of us, of how how we've grown, how 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 far we've came. You know what I mean? Uh, we will have more content on YouTube. Uh, so search Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, we do appreciate all that like, comment, and and uh, heart and shit that they do. It's your boy, Judy Bang, via satellite once again. To stay safe. Peace. Love ya. The most high. Stay smoking. Peace. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.